This is episode 284. Do you have fat phobia or are you fat phobic? There are some strange and even toxic ideas getting around right now about being overweight and how people's feelings get hurt because, mm, well, the truth. I'm pretty fired up on this one, so we've got swear words and triggering topics all over the place. This episode really is only for you if you have skin thicker than a millennial. Oh, I'm a millennial. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. But honestly, put your safety gear on and let's do this. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously, so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. Hey, what's up, my healthy friends? In 2023, it's my mission to coach 500 people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst feeling in control and without restriction along the way. Now, I jumped straight into that because I'm pretty fired up about this episode and I did not want to uh, blur any lines before I got into the episode. I wanted you to understand the mission. Uh, And just so you know, before I get into it, there's probably some trigger warnings in this episode. I'm going to rant and rave about... Uh, fatness, basically, being overweight and um, lots of things. So the reason that I'm fired up about this episode is because I was sent a video by a former client and friend, uh, and he's a legend, um, because he could not believe what he was seeing. And I want to speak to this because it's very important that uh, I think this conversation, which is why I'm going to rant and rave about it, It was from a woman that was proudly proclaiming to be an overweight personal trainer and she was talking about the fact that every single time that you try to intentionally lose weight, you are being fat phobic. She also talked to the fact that the health industry is fat phobic, the medical industry is fat phobic and that some people are just meant to be overweight. And I'm saying, I've written down these exact lines that she said in this video. She was very much on board with the idea that anyone trying to lose weight, if you go to the gym with the intention of losing weight, if you eat with the intention of losing weight, then you are being fat phobic. And it's got to do with being fat shamed and all of this kind of stuff. Now we're in this era of humans because of whatever reason, maybe it's a government psyop, maybe it's you know the, the the media just distracting you know people from what really matters. Whatever has caused this, whether it's the kids of today that are just so pathetically weak, I don't know. But we're in an era where we where people are utterly weak as piss. They are so fucking afraid of the truth that they call everything that doesn't make them feel okay someone's fat shaming them or someone's judging them or someone's being mean to them. And this isn't just to do with body fat, but this is also to do with basically everything. Sure, there's a line where you're a victim and abuse is occurring. There's no doubt about that. And I'm I'm not debating that for a second. But we're in a world where medical practitioners, whether it's doctors, whether it's nurses, whether it's naturopaths, whether it's nutritionists, everybody, we're all too scared to acknowledge the patient sitting in front of us or the client sitting in front of us as being overweight because we might be shaming them or making them feel bad about themselves. Like, oh my fucking God, as if there isn't consequences for the decisions that you've made, right? And it's the same in my life. When I make poor decisions, there's consequences and I have to face up to those things, right? And and whoever that might be that's delivering the information, I expect them to deliver the truth 
right? And maybe that's because I'm a little bit different. But we are not necessarily sitting in front of people that are fat phobic when we are asked about our weight because the reality is your weight is correlated with your disease outcomes. And you can go off into the wilderness, buy a cabin and be overweight and die of whatever disease you like in the middle of nowhere. I'm not telling you you have to lose weight, right? Because I'm not fat phobic. You can be whoever you like. However, if you are living in a society where you use and access free medical care as a consequence of the decisions that you've made, then that, that, that medical care that you're accessing is paid by taxes. It's paid by people. It's paid by the person next to you on the train. It's paid by you, right? Which doesn't necessarily mean that it's like, oh, well, I can be as fat as I like and discuss as disgusting and diseased as I like because I pay for medical care. It's the, we're a community. We're meant to be in this together. We're all paying the taxes. We're all paying for the healthcare system, at least in Australia, to some degree. And I know that this is a short episode and I'm missing lots of nuances in how government finances and the health department economics work. I know that we can have that conversation another day. The point is that we're all soft cocks. We're weak as piss, right? If we are thinking that everybody that wants to judge us or look at us or, or say anything about what's going on with our body shape as fat phobic, then you are just weak as piss. You need to own up to, the, to what you've done, right? You need to claim what has happened for you. And responsibility and ownership is the only way that you're going to lose that weight. And it's not fat phobic to want better for yourself. It's not fat phobic to want to be able to move in a direction that feels better, that lowers your burden on the healthcare system, that lowers the burden that you're going to put on your kids or your family, that improves your daily life, right? These are good things. And also, I'm not saying that there aren't super complicated underlying factors. The ACE study, if you know anything about the ACE study, was this, this major study, one of the most profound studies I think we've ever done as humans, which we discovered that there's a relationship between being overweight and, uh, and depression and anxiety and that type of thing correlated with childhood sexual abuse and physical abuse. I'm not saying that those don't exist, right? I'm not saying that there's not truth there. Irrelevant of the truth, and I, I can say this as someone that's had some major challenges and can possibly fit into one of those categories that I just mentioned, is that at some point we can't continue blaming the perpetrator. We have to take ownership of our health and our wellness because no one's going to do it for us. But we've got so many things in our world that are easy and accessible. We've got lots of people that are going to say, oh, it's not your fault. It's all okay. Don't worry. Guess what? Doesn't matter if it's your fault or not. Doesn't matter. You've got to get well. You've got to take ownership. And every attempt to get well is not you hating yourself. It's not you shaming yourself. The practitioner in front of you that says, hey, I think you're overweight, they want you to get well. At least most of them do, right? And we should be creating a world where it's okay for our health practitioners to be able to communicate correctly and honestly with the understanding that it carries emotion, that it carries shame, it carries embarrassment. And this is one of the things in our modern society of social media and text messages and not needing to be in the room or present is that we should be able to have difficult conversations. And I said this recently on a podcast that we, we always choose the easy option and we only go for the easy option when we've got options or we only go for the option that doesn't help us or doesn't serve us when there's a lower barrier to entry option right? And if we don't have to actually say something to the, the patient in front of us or the client in front of us or to, you know, as the client, if we don't have to own up to anything or say, yeah, you know, I'm, 
super overweight because I had some trauma go on when I was a kid or whatever, then we're always going to take the easy option, which is I'm going to say nothing and I'm just going to buy chocolate on the way home, right? The point is we need to have difficult conversations and we need to be able to let medical practitioners and fitness and wellness gurus be real with their clients and compassionate in the process. Don't get me wrong, compassionate in the process, caring. But the fact that we've got a group of people out there that are saying that we're fat phobic because we're trying to get ourselves well make, clearly makes me angry because I'm paying tax dollars which go towards those fat phobic people that are saying, oh, I don't have to, I don't have to lose weight because people are being fat phobic and they're hurting my feelings and poor me, woe is me, oh my fucking God, you know, and we can throw in the whole, um, you know, I identify as a skinny person or I identify as a fat person today or whatever weak as piss bullshit people are going to throw out these days. I, I will debate anyone on this topic, on, on any of these topics, live on a podcast that will go out to tens of thousands of people. The reality is we've got to own our situation, no matter how shit it is. And we also have to create a world where medical practitioners are able to have difficult conversations and call out the truth without you feeling like they're personally attacking you. I'm not going to say it's not embarrassing or shameful or difficult. It is. It's all of those things. But to say that intentional weight loss is fat phobic or that anyone that's acknowledging your weight as a problem in the interest of healthcare, your healthcare, your disease prevention, your wellness, if we're labeling those people as fat phobic, well, we, we just should stop. The end. <laughs> we have to turn this weak as piss society around because it, every step of the way on this journey, every year, every, every week at the moment, it feels like there's some new thing to be offended about. Everyone's offended for everybody else. That doesn't even make sense. How can you be offended for somebody else? right? And get up and, and be in, in conversation on, on behalf of other people that aren't even there in the room, right? Let people own their shit. You own your shit and face up to the truth. And when you're ready to take that level of responsibility and ownership, then you might actually start feeling good about yourself. You might actually start moving forward. You might actually start making positive progress, which is, which is not being phobic of yourself or shameful of yourself, right? And that might involve a psychologist, that might involve a doctor, that might involve a naturopath, that might involve cutting out some family members, doing difficult shit. <laughs> That's the whole point here is that we don't do the difficult shit. We avoid everything to the point that we say, That's mean. That's fat phobic. That hurts my feelings, right? We've got to turn this ship around because currently everything's offen offensive and nobody's to blame for anything. And that is not accurate at all. So, you agree with my very passionate rant in any way, um, please share this with a friend, share it with whoever, um, ratings, reviews, all that kind of stuff would have really appreciated. If you disagree with me and you want to have a debate on this podcast, then please contact me, reach out. I am not afraid of having difficult conversations or being told that I'm wrong. Um, I'm more than happy to debate and stand in my corner and fight for my, my perspectives and beliefs, but I'm also happy to be proven wrong. So if you feel differently, then please don't hesitate to reach out because robust and difficult conversation is one of the things that moves us forward. But yet again, we're in a society where people only really expose themselves and the social media algorithms force upon us other people that believe our own perspective right? And we're trapped in this echo chamber of our own truth, which might not be the truth, but 
becomes our truth because we're not exposed to anything else. And anyone that disagrees, we just get to delete or block them or remove them. So take ownership, take responsibility, be strong and be a part of the solution that we clearly need in society. It's the only thing that's going to move us forward is if we're strong, having robust discussion, we're allowing space for people we disagree with and we're owning our own shit. Anyway, thanks for being here. I'm going to go and cool down somewhere. (laughs) See ya. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.